Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Dear listeners, it has been, uh, hopefully, theoretically, a week since our last episode, but in recording time, it has been a lifetime. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Well, at least it's been about a month, because since the last episode, through the magic of pre-recording stuff... Time travel. Something like that. Same thing. I have gotten married, as promised. (laughs) (laughs) As promised. (laughs) He didn't run away. No, no, no. We are hitched. We've had our honeymoon and back. Yes, we have. So, hi, Janelle. Hi. <laughs> She's still here. She's with us. And highly confused tonight. Highly confused tonight. <laughs> Marginally, Marginally confused. confused. <laughs> we have been watching through season one ourselves. So we've got we gotten all the way through that. But she's still, you know, about a season and a half behind. Mm-hmm. And given her some details about others and a little bit about Dharma and all that stuff. But there is a lot of plots in this episode. This, this is... The Man Behind the Curtain. Yes. Great uh, name. The first Ben flashback episode... And one that is chock full of island mythology. Oh, there's a lot of stuff here. There is. I guess I'll give it the floor to Janelle for real quick. How lost were you, or what? Did, what were your <laughs> on a scale of one to ten? <laughs> on the scale of one to ten, how lost am I? Well, part of the problem with my assessing that is I think there are probably layers I'm just not seeing. <laughs> Like the way you miss layers of meaning in a complex piece of music. Mm-hmm. You just see a wash of sound and you <laughs> don't know what, what is behind the cogs. So I think there's some of that I'm understanding on a surface level. Mm-hmm. The plot that has generally taken place in this episode, but mm-hmm. I might not understand that there are some why things behind it that are significant. To be fair, that's probably the same experience of a lot of people who saw it as... Lost was premiering, or as this episode first yeah. came out. <laughs> yeah, it's, this episode's gotten more complicated at having watched more of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, easily. Okay, where should we start here? Let's start with, let's just start with the easy, um, the Jack B plot line, because like, oh, take right. those two seconds. Yeah, no, that's very, that was, the Survivor's stuff is pretty, just kind of catching us up to the the story that's going on. And in they the finally season. connected Locke, or uh, Jack and the rest of the people, and we have I guess heard all the explanation, but right. we're getting to the head of that sort of simmering thing. So that's yeah, nice. so people had been questioning whether Jack was with the others or whether Juliet should be trusted and reveal the tape, but then also kind of get the idea that Juliet and Jack have kind of been planning for this is yep. for several days. I'm not sure it was in the best interest of Jack to kind of keep it secret. It's like, well, we hadn't decided yeah, that's just yet. What Jack does. But, you know, the, as they talked about in late season one, discretion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's a whole thing that's kind of coming up to a boil. Again, preparing for the season finale where we have this final conference. Well, not final, but big confrontation. confrontation. Big confrontation between the others and the survivors. Okay, and then let's do the Ben flashback. That's actually a little simpler than the On Island stuff. Yeah, that's probably true. Okay, so Ben flashback from the very beginning of his birth. (laughs) So many lies. Uh, (laughs) He lied about his own birth and then... Wait, that's so tricky, though, but it looks like you're like you're convinced you're on the island. Yeah, yeah. The same. Well, it's probably all filmed in Hawaii. That's, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But still. Not in Portland. Not, not in Portland. <laughs> he was like 37 miles from Portland or something. Exactly. Which is a funny detail. So they we saw young Ben in the Dharma Initiative and Horace. I completely forgot Horace, Horace was Goodspeed. in this episode. Yep. Is this the first time we've seen Horace? I'm pretty sure... You know what? Now that I think about it, he was probably name dropped though in, in one of the big uh, in one of the videos or in season two, uh, like with um, 
seems like with Marvin Candle somewhere. Well, or the the guy the um who's the guy that was with Desmond? Oh, um, the other um Kelvin. Kelvin. I feel like Kelvin must might have mentioned Horace at some point. Okay. Well, I believe according to season five that Horace built the cabin. Mm, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a getaway place. Yeah. For him and his kids. But he was. I think it's. I was trying to read his suit. I think it said mathematician. Oh, did it? I think so. I think. I mean, he's a big wig on the island. Yeah, yeah. He's he's part of the leadership, basically. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny. I did not even recognize him from. I, I recognized him as soon as he was on the island, had the long hair. But I didn't recognize him from the car. Yeah. Said he. I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, I think I know that guy. Yeah. So that's so horse good speed. Yeah, very interesting. And he comes up at least one one or two more times. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have to touch on the whole volcano. Thing. Okay, yes. So the whole scene with the school kids and the volcano lesson. Apparently, at one time, this was in the in the cards for a long time. The finale of Lost was going to take place on a volcano. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like, setting it up at this point. They were setting it up for like the big climatic, you know, big lava things going everywhere, and you can kind of see remnants of that with the magic cave thing mm-hmm. in the water. But they ultimately decided that an actual trying to fill by an actual volcano was. Really not feasible without <laughs> on their TV budget yes. at the time. At nowadays, the time. you could probably do it. Nowadays, yeah, I, I can't wait to see the Mandalorian fight beside a volcano. Exactly, I, I, I wouldn't right be, will probably. Yeah, I wouldn't be at all surprised. Let's go to Mustafar, everyone. <laughs> but that was this was fifteen years ago. And then I think I always wonder if they didn't have some ideas of plans with Annie for a flashback, and they never did it. Yeah, I always kind of feel like there is ideas for a future story there. I was I was really curious about her for a long time, and then. Yeah, that Ben's childhood love interest or something, but I don't think anything ever. Okay. Yeah, again, things just got so story heavy that there was not there was no need for it. Uh-huh. Of course, this is not the only time we will see kid Ben. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> yes, that's a whole other. But what was interesting, I had forgotten that he had encountered Richard before all that happened. Mm-hmm. So that was like, oh, I'd forgotten that. You do remember birthdays, Richard. <laughs> nice little uh, foreshadowing there. Yeah. I, when I thought that, man, that's they're really setting up for long game. But then when we were getting to Dharma stuff, I was like, oh, no, I, I bet we're going to see Richard here and see how. It's been like 30 years and he hasn't aged a day. Right. Except he's gotten a haircut. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he looks younger, actually. <laughs> yeah, which I think in other times he must have. Although, I don't know, maybe he might be dressed up to look more hostile, because I feel like in some of the other times... Yeah, I can't remember. I feel like we see Richard sometimes before Dharma was there, and he he has his more current yeah. look. So, I don't know. We'll see when we get to season five. Season five is crazy. Crazy go nuts. Uh, saying a lot for Lost, too. Yeah, true. Um, and then, so, Dar- and then Ben's seen dead people, which is not the first or last time we'll see dead people. No. But uh, that, Richard thought it was pretty interesting for someone off the island he saw. That's true. Which I, the only other person we know who does that is in season four. It starts with Hurley. Oh, that's true. But that's different, is it, though, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I honestly, I don't understand exactly how that all connects. And then saw his mom inside the fence. Oh, that's yeah. true. Well, I don't. I don't think this is a case of the dead people being smoke monsters. I think. I think smoke monsters can only be dead people that died on the island. Or, or there's a body on the island. Or there's the a island. body on the island. Yeah, there's a body on the island. That's, yeah. that's the difference. So, no, I don't... Yeah, I don't think it's that. Why are we seeing that? Well, I mean, de- dead people do manifest on the island sometimes, but I don't really know how or why. That's one of those kind of vague mystery things. I, and I do wonder, you know, because it does seem like there's sometimes this... The island... 
you know, because Ben's a leader, and he kind of took it for himself, but then Hurley later, it seems like there is this sort of, Island gives some people this connection to that. Mm, that's a possibility. That's the way I think about that as we get to season four. That's true, because I remember for, this is really tricky having someone that we, that <laughs> I don't want to give away too much I now. I know, yeah. So like, I'm trying to talk around things, but we, when you have that conversation, late, like in season six, about dead people being on the island, mm-hmm. I don't remember if there's a connection with seeing dead people off the island. Because what I remember, like what uh, Miles has done, has. That's a whole different thing than what Hurley has. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think, I feel like Hurley's dead people seeing thing is island magic and the other, and even though there are other ways to see yeah. dead people. Yeah. <laughs> because the island really has this connection to life and rebirth. As we get to season six. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Janelle. This There's is so much. Yeah, weird. it's hard to talk this one. I'm more confused now than when <laughs> we stopped watching. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, we got to the cabin. I know we have. <laughs> <laughs> so know. anyway, Ben hates his life and he decides to basically become another. Yes. That's, that's what the, they're not called the others, no. but yeah. They, the natives. The natives, the hostiles, they're never given an actual name. It's just like what everyone else calls them. Well, it's interesting because then we have this, you know, con- confirmation that there's been people on the island for a long time that are different than Dharma. Mm, that's true. I mean, I think we knew before this point that yeah. Dharma and the others were different. Well, that's true. We but had I guess, thing about, we've had it, but I think there's most direct confirmation of it. Yeah, yeah it's probably, that's true. There probably were some conspiracy theorists that were convinced otherwise at some point. And it's but. interesting because, you know, of all the others going on the episode, we still have the twist of, like, there's a whole purge body, you know, whole mm-hmm. cemetery thing, and then lock it shut. I, which I actually had forgotten completely. <laughs> well, you know, Mikhail had mentioned the the purge, but we that was one of those things we didn't know if it was a true or a lie. Yeah, <laughs> yep, lies all over the place. So here we saw. Yep, there oh, was man, a purge. Beat up Mikhail, man, that's crazy. I forgot that too. <laughs> okay, well, I feel like we've gone through. I mean, but it's like, it's a lot, lot of good island mythology. The flashback, but pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. I mean, the. The fact that we saw where how the van got up there, we mm-hmm. know who Roger Workman was. Yep. That was teased earlier this season. I remember back in the day, the whole purge sequence was rather shocking. Yeah, because it was kind of a violent death for everyone, and yet at the same time, rather quick and efficient. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was well planned. Yeah, like they, there wasn't like gunfire. Or, I mean, there well, had. I been, mean, but... he kept you could tell he was He was watching the watch and everything. I mean, it was this very orchestrated. And... Yeah, yeah. You know, I watching the show sometimes, like, any one of these twists would have been, like, a whole episode in some other show, and they're like, yeah, we're just going to throw them on here. <laughs> All the stuff. All the stuffs. And then, on-island stuff. On-island stuff. Locke is uh, dead set. He, he probably, at this point, he was really representing a lot of the audience who wanted some freaking answers, yes. as Hurley once said. Uh, <laughs> he asked Ben, and Ben's like, I wish it was that simple. I'm like, What? <laughs> Make it that simple. And Locke's like, I will make it that simple. I will do whatever. I and mean, he's major power play, which is also very fascinating and satisfying after the whole season two, which we won't talk much about, but there's some power play stuff going down there. Yeah, too. yeah. Well, yeah, it's like Locke at his breaking point. He's like, no, we are going to make some progress here. Uh, I'm not letting anyone at even this patchy uh, eye patch guy who and, keeps surviving somehow. Yeah. And none of the other, <laughs> none of the other others... They're not touching. They're not getting involved in this thing. <laughs> no, no. Well, I always feel like Richard, who is the most island savvy person there, mm-hmm. is in some ways the most intimidated by Locke because of his history with mm-hmm. him, which is fascinating to, to think about in retrospect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they go to the cabin. The cabin, which is surrounded by uh, 
Ash. Ash, yeah. Which So is, was this what you had questions about, Natasha? Yeah. Come, come in here oh, yeah. so you're easier to hear. You're <laughs> you're way off in another room. So So can we say things with Janelle here? It, How much am I allowed to ask? <laughs> it's up to you. I'll just be confused. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's a not Jacob. I don't think that's no. actually okay. Jacob in That's the man cabin. in black. Yeah. Because he's can't get past the fence, just mm-hmm. like can't get past the ash. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Although we just forgot about that symbolism, that double symbolism. But the yeah, question right. here is, what did Ben think was going on in the right. cabin? Yeah, I th- watching it, and it's so, it's such a great scene. You're watching, it like, is he? He's crazy. Is he crazy? Is he real? Is his island magic? Is he trying to fool Locke? And I lean towards the fact that he was trying to fool Locke. That's what I lean towards too. I mean, his whole thing is about trying to prevent Locke from knowing getting, anything, knowing anything, getting more power than he knows. But he was genuinely shocked. But it was interesting. I mean, he he must know there's enough going on on the island. He he was very careful about the ash. And the flashlight. And the flashlight. And he was spooked that Locke heard something. So he was making it up of that whole conversation, pretending to talk to I th- Jacob? I think so. But then I think he was a little alarmed that something else was talking to him. I think he knew the cabin was sufficiently creepy and islandy. You know, maybe he didn't expect anything to happen, but it had that sense of, I can convince Locke that there's something going on here. Well, here's a here's a question then. What does Ben know about Man in Black? I don't know. Well, because that's my, that's my thing. Like, how much of his turn... Yeah, I mean, obviously he has a connection with... He has, has a legitimate connection with Jacob. Yeah. We know that. I mean... He, well, he, we learned that. He's lying a lot about his connection to it. I mean, granted, he said, I'm the only one who talks to Jacob. I don't think he ever talked to Jacob. It was Richard who did was the liaison between With, him. You only got lists. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, Ben is lying all through that whole conversation. Yeah, he's just trying to convince Locke that he knows everything about the island. And the problem is I don't think, I don't think Ben really knows as much as he wants to know. Mm. Or wants p- other people to think, think he, he knows. knows. Yeah. yeah. So it's, there's, talking about layers. Yes. There's a lot of layers here that, and a lot of these things get complicated as you watch. And it's on. like, it's never, they're never going to go back and analyze their own episode. Mm-mm. They just keep moving forward. They just keep moving forward. So you have to like interpret these things based on things we know from later on. My guess is that he knew there was something not normal about the cabin and they could play it up and it had this, you know, this freaky vibe and he just went with it because He's got to sell Locke a bill of goods somehow or another and make Locke feel like an idiot. Yeah. But then uh, the fire and the the loud sounder, the explosion or the wind or the whatever stuff that happened in the cabin. Did Ben know that that was a possibility in the cabin? That's what I don't know. Ah. It's a little vague on how much Ben knows about. So a little bit of a spoiler, but this is, it will be purposely vague. There is an island entity known as Jacob. There is an opposing island force. What we don't know exactly is how much Ben knows about this other person or thing or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we're a little confused by. And who breaks this circle of ash? I don't. Do we ever figure that out? That always made me made me nuts in uh, season four. Or did Hurley do it by accident? I think that's. I don't know. Okay, we'll deal with we'll, we'll, we we'll, we'll get. I mean, that's not a major deal, but yeah. we'll see. I mean, it's one of those things. There's lots of little Easter eggs and details yeah, that you never you know, know which ones are paid off, and, and it gets nuts. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot the cabin moves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't it? Of, 
course. Of what course. in the crap? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have to say this, is that, again, any scene that's just Locke and Ben are just great scenes. Oh, yeah. Those... I mean, just... They, and they write them such fascinating scenes to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was it, that scene is satisfying no matter what, what the, where you come down on it. Those actors definitely got a charge out of working with each other because mm-hmm. there was, yeah, it's a fascinating interplay. All right. Well, I think that's enough for that. That was a very <laughs> long episode, but there's a lot to unravel here. It really is. Kind of like um, not too long ago, Flashes Before Your Eyes yes. episode. There was a lot to unpack in that one. This why I... I those the season three get the bad rap sometimes. There's a lot of good stuff in season three. It's just kind of all it's not consistently good. Yeah. Well, and it's it's not as strongly thematic yeah. in some way. Like the others are a big feature in season three. And aside after the, like the initial badge of episodes, yeah. it just kinda gets a little bit more it's harder to like it's all over the place. grasp onto one key thing about yeah. it. But but there was a little bit of that in two, even though you did have the hatch. You had the hatch. So yeah. But anyway, that's enough for now. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Hijack. I hope you are not as confused as poor Janelle is. (laughs) (laughs) But she's having a good time, right, dear? Yes. Good. (laughs) Feel free to listen to our regular podcast, which is hopefully not as confusing, Derailed Trains of Thoughts, available at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. Bye-bye.